am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 78 coming to you from the Advocare Spark Studio. Advocare is on a mission to empower others to become better versions of themselves by providing world-class products, education, and inspiration designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. Yes, and I am so proud to partner with them. Let's catch a vibe and light a spark, shall we? Learn more in the show notes. Amanda, I, I have to do this. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Okay. So Amanda and I are both obsessed with, well, Amanda's newly obsessed. You know what I'm about to say, don't you? Smartless. Totally. The podcast Smartless. Oh my God. You told me about it. And now I'm like, bye. Bye. So they end every show. Okay. So Smartless is uh, Sean Hayes from Will and Grace, uh, Will Arnett, awesome comedian, Jason Bateman. Hello, Jason Bateman. And then they bring on a guest and a friend and they don't, one of them picks the guest and then the other two don't know who they're interviewing. And it's so many cool people, but it's so funny and so cool, but they end every episode and they go, bye. And they always find like a really funny way to do it. And so now Amanda and I, like every time we get on the phone, it's hi or bye. <laughs> It's just so much fun. And funny thing is, we actually did the bye. We did. You and I, because of Way the before. hand emoji for, because of yeah. haters, honestly, haters. like just tell them bye. Bye. This is what we do to the haters. We tell them bye. I mean, seriously. So anyway, uh, that podcast is just full of joy, but you know what? So is this podcast. And I am so excited to be back here with you, Amanda. I mean, it's, if Amanda's here with me, it is a gin and juiced series inside the yes and podcast. So we're going to talk today about high vibe living and alcohol free living and sobriety and addiction and all the things that sort of live in that place. And Amanda, it's so good to be back with you. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. It is summertime. It has yeah. been absolutely beautiful in Chicago and in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, the cicadas are gone. So oh, thank God. Amen. Thank Praise you. Jesus. Praise <laughs> Jesus. So bad. First year with a dog and uh, really the summer and cicadas everywhere. So I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm, you know what? Same. I'm feeling high vibe. My window is open. The sun is shining. Uh, it feel uh, that it, today's a good day. I'm here with you. Um, we just got to had a great conversation with our, our graphic designer. We're doing all kinds of really cool stuff inside the company. And so I feel really good. So, you know, one of my favorite questions to ask is tell me something good, right? Cause it forces you to tell me something good. So you got to tell me something good. Tell me something good right now. Yeah, there's so many good things happening right now. How do you pick? Okay, I love that. Yeah, you know, you and I talk all the time. You know that the last 16 months have been really hard. I really right. struggled quite a bit through the pandemic, mentally, emotionally, and 
I don't know, the world's in flow right now. So mm-hmm. something really cool that happened was I called a friend to ask a question about a kind of car that they have. And they were like, oh, huh, you want to buy mine? <laughs> and so serendipity intersected and I bought a new car. So that's Yay! pretty fun. And it's a car you wanted, right? Like it was the kind yeah. of car you were looking at and you got it. I love that. Color and everything. Get so, out. You know, what color is it? I didn't. It's gray. Gray. I'm a gray car girl because it doesn't do like... really look that dirty. If yeah. I like white cars. I'm a white car girl, which is like similar, like lighter colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Good. That's so super what's going on with you. What's something good that you can share with us? Uh, okay. Something good. So I, I gotta tell you, so I have my phone here. So I was out having a conversation with Sam, my middle stepson, who's about to go to med school. And I was asking him what he was reading and he's reading this book about medicine and mindset. And, um, he's like, I gotta read this to you because you're just, you're going to totally dig it. It's like right up your alley and all this stuff. And so he reads it to me and I'm like, oh my God, that's so good. He snaps a picture and sends it to me. So I want to share it with you guys, because this is something really good. First of all, it's always cool to hear about someone that you care about, uh, you know, working on their mindset and, you know, investing in themselves. So I loved watching him read a book like that and have those kind of uh, deeper conversations with himself. But here's the quote he sent me and read to me from the book. So this is something good because it's really got my mind thinking, Amanda, you're going to love it. Okay, he says this. It's a story, a quick one, three sentences. Two monks were watching a flag flapping in the wind. One said to the other, the flag is moving. The other replied, the wind is moving. Their teacher who overheard this said, not the flag, not the wind, your mind is moving. And I thought that was fucking great because you and I could both be looking at the same thing, seeing something different, but the common ground in that scenario is that our minds are moving. And when you think about anything in life, success, addiction, overcoming an obstacle, uh, getting in more control in your life, it all begins in the mind. Like the mind is it. You know what I mean? Isn't that just a great reminder that we can see different things, but the common scenario in that is the mindset? Always. It's so interesting that you bring this up because I have, like I just said, struggled pretty deeply throughout the past 16 months. And I don't know what has happened, but in the past two weeks, I definitely think not having masks on has made a huge difference in just the feeling of connection to other human beings. But I'm like, the only thing that's changed is me and yeah. what's going on inside of my brain. It, yeah. Nothing else has changed. So it's so important. And also, you know, how different perspectives can be, right? You see the flag moving. I see the wind moving. Yet we're <laughs> seeing the same thing and telling a different story, which is so interesting. And where so much even conflict arises when at the end of the day, everything is perception. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Such an awesome reminder. So that's my something good today. And hopefully it gives you listeners something to think about. And I've got to tell you, you're in for a treat today. So Amanda and I are going to do something fun today. We're going to have, and we're really going to confuse you. We're going to have another Amanda on the show today. Her name's Amanda Kuda. Uh, so we've got two Amandas on, but it's really cool because Amanda, the Amanda AK that we're about to bring on, she is is an alcohol-free 
lifestyle expert. She's a holistic life coach. She's a speaker. She's an author and she's living, working and playing in Austin. She lives in Austin right now. And here's what she does. And this is what's really cool and why Amanda Zayner and I were interested in bringing her on the show today, but she really works to help ambitious, soul-centered women stop drinking and start manifesting the life they deserve and desire. Hello, you have my attention. Thank you. And she she really teaches like this modern approach to personal development, which I always appreciate. Um, Self-actualization, which is a powerful thing to think about. And, and most importantly, spiritual enlightenment, like an awakening, right? Through the lens of elective sobriety. So this conversation is going to be really high vibe. I'm so excited to talk to her, Amanda. It's fun to have a guest on and yeah. it will get confusing. A AK and AZ. Um, That's what we'll do. How did you meet her? Remind me of how she came into our circle. Yeah. So it was through, we are connected through the Jessica Zweig world. So Jessica Zweig is a friend and someone I follow and in the space. So she just wrote a great book called Simply Be, has a podcast. So that is sort of how we, it's a social media friendship that sort of blossomed on Instagram. We were in a clubhouse room together. She was in a room we did. Um, yeah, she was incredible. I'm so excited that she's going to be here. She has so many, first of all, she has a way with words that yeah. help you really zero in on kind of how this all, this sobriety thing can work and alcohol free. So she's really intelligent, but she just has so many nuggets of wisdom that I was like, I was floored. I'm kind of intimidated. Oh. You're too well. I love this because she, you're right, she's so well spoken, she's a total badass, and she's just out there making it happen. And so, we're gonna have a really high vibe conversation. Uh, we're gonna talk about three things for you to know. And if you're interested in these three things, you're gonna want to stick around. We're gonna talk about how to stop drinking and, most importantly, how to start manifesting. This is really her area of expertise. Uh, we're gonna talk about how sobriety can actually work as a freaking magnet, which I am waking up to on so many levels. Uh, it can really work as a magnet to energetically sort of attract uh, your dreams and goals to you. And we're going to have a really kick-ass conversation about how women, most importantly, women unwittingly use booze to dim their light. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go there. Ooh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be juicy. So buckle up. Uh, light a candle, catch a vibe, do what you need to do. We're going to have some fun. Here is our really high vibe conversation with Amanda Kuda, AK. I was saying, okay, so we've got the two Amandas. I'm looking at the two Amandas. I was saying to Amanda Zayner on my team, like my husband decides to start mowing the lawn right as I start podcasting. I'm like, honey, <laughs> I've told you four times this morning. I'm like, why are we mowing the lawn? So hopefully y'all don't get any lawnmower background noise, but I've got the headphones in and it, it feels pretty high vibe right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, like we're mowing the lawn, ladies and gentlemen, come on. The work from home. The work from home struggle is real. You know, it's yes. just, it's a thing. Well, Amanda K, Amanda Kuda, Kuda, right? That's yeah. how we say your last name. Yeah. Yep. So Amanda Kuda, 
AK. We are so glad you are here. And I am so excited to learn more about you and your story. And uh, most importantly, I, I know Amanda Zayner and I cannot wait to talk about manifesting and how really living an alcohol-free life can open you up in so many ways. But you have to start by telling me like, how long have you been alcohol-free? And I'd love to know sort of why, like what made you stop drinking? Yes. So thank you for asking and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you ladies. Mm. I have been alcohol-free just about four and a half years now. Wow. And yeah. And let me tell you, that was never the intention. I certainly did not intend to make this a lifestyle choice. And while I wouldn't say forever, I'm very doubtful that I will ever drink again because of the vibrance and the wonderful things that being alcohol-free has brought mm. into my life. But you know, I started this journey, um, kind of five, five and a half years ago, I started getting curious about what taking alcohol out of my life might look like. And I just remember keep, I continue to get these internal nudges that, you know, I mean, the alcohol isn't for you anymore. That's not your path. And every time I heard that internal voice, I was like, shut up, shut up. Yeah. No, 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 You can't possibly mean that. <laughs> I know that feeling. No. Yes. Yeah. You just no, tell don't her. Don't take to... that from me. Don't take that from me. God forbid it's not the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so much. So I just, you know, I tried to negotiate with her like, well, maybe you meant to moderate. Yeah, that's what you meant. Okay. Hmm. So I tried that for the longest time. And if, if either of you ladies or anyone out there has ever tried moderation, you know, that it is really hard. Your yeah. mental, all of your mental and physical energy goes into it. And you're always thinking about it and always making up rules. And let me tell you, if you have to make up rules around it, you are probably just not a natural moderator. And mm. I am not. And so in Jane, two of us, yes, yeah. we have more in common just, than just our first name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's true either, you know, um, Gretchen Rubin talks about this. She says you're either a moderator or an abstainer. And basically Ooh. if you don't moderate naturally, then you're an abstainer. And I have found so much ease in abstinence because once it's a no, it's a no big deal. Oh, it, that, that energy is not something I even think about. Oh, so much. Yes. Um, but of course that's not what my intention was at first. I just thought I'd take like a cute little break. I just do like a 30 days yeah. and then boom, everything would be reset. Yeah. I'd be good to go. Then I could moderate. And I, I mean, I promise you, if you would have told Amanda four years ago that she would be not only alcohol-free, but teaching about alcohol-free lifestyle, that girl would have laughed in your face. Really? Yeah. It just didn't seem, it seemed like something that you know, you only did if you hit a rock bottom or maybe you were super religious or started a family. And I wasn't in any of those places, but I just kept having this sense that I needed to shift my lifestyle. And I remember this moment, I was actually in my shower, listening to a podcast that I heard this very clear voice. And it said, Amanda, you are meant to do big things in this world. And I can't see you doing them with alcohol in the picture. And it was in that moment that I thought, okay, I'm going to keep this up. So I had already made this commitment to be 30 days alcohol free. And I decided I'm going to try for 90 days and I went for 90 days. And then I thought I'll go for six months. We'll see how that works. And once six months hit, I decided to go for a year and it just kept snowballing after that. And I just kept feeling better and better and having more miraculous things happen in my life that I could not explain. And I just had to trust and know that choosing to remove the energy of alcohol from my life was at the root of it. And, you know, at that point I started really talking about this journey because at that point there were no real 
really very many people talking about just living alcohol free for the health of it. And I really felt compelled as though it was some sort of moral calling of mine to really make it part of my message. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Wow. There's so much to click into there. Oh, sure. Amanda, you go first. What's on your heart? (laughs) First of all, thank you. Um, There's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that might not categorize themselves, Judy included, as like an alcoholic. I'm a real alcoholic. I identify that way. Yet what you're saying is something I feel is so important. You, again, said yourself, you did not hit a rock bottom, Mm -hmm. but you felt inside that it was not going, it's not serving you. And we always wait. I mean, Holly Whitaker talks about this. There's help for those at rock bottom that have crossed over into the dark side, you know, for lack of a better explanation. And we want people to know that you can hit those breaks. You can pump those breaks long before you reach a point of no return. So thank you for sharing that. And you said so many great things in there. I can't even remember um, <laughs> all of them, but, uh, this is why we wanted to have you here. And this is why I said in the intro that, you know, I'm a little intimidated because you articulate the way that we feel so well. So, um, yeah, we're just getting started on this. combo. Thank you so much. I, yes, I love that. Okay. We're going to take a quick pause here because you know, I got to shout out our review of the week, your reviews. They mean so much. I mean, honestly, we couldn't do it without your reviews myself. Amanda, the entire team, we appreciate it so much. And I want to reward you for that. So every week I'm going to pick a review and shout you out. And this week, this week I picked Delia Folk, who writes, Judy is awesome. Well, thank you, Delia. So are you. And then she goes, thank you for creating such a wonderful show. Smiley face. Delia, short, sweet, to the point, one sentence, that's all it takes to make such and impact. So Delia, yo, you're our listener of the week. So do me a favor, send me in a DM on Instagram uh, and let me know that you're my listener of the week. And I will let you know how to claim your prize. Or you can always email me at hello at judyholler.com. We can communicate that way as well. And listen, if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. It is that easy, even yes, even if it's one sentence. I love that you even nudged on something and tapped into something we talk about in our Vibe and Thrive community a little bit about how you can't really count on or depend on willpower when you're trying to lay something down because will, and you know, we talk about energy all the time. I mean, you have a certain amount of energy to give, right? Just, you know, so if you're using willpower to lay down um, sugar or carbs or alcohol or something even deeper and bigger, whatever that looks like for you. Addictions come in so many ways. You wake up with a certain amount of willpower in the bank. And by the end of the day, it's run out. So you want to try and make, I have found what makes my journey with being alcohol-free a little bit easier is removing all of the energy draining activities as I can so that by the end of the day, I still have energy in my willpower bank so that at five o'clock, I'm not like, oh my God, I need a drink or oh my God, somebody pour me a martini because you're spending all day long exerting your willpower, trying to make it through the day that by the end of the day, you've run out of willpower. So we eat the cake and we do the things. Not saying we shouldn't eat the cake, but the moral of the story is, how has willpower, what's your, any, any yeah. knee jerk reactions to that statement? Like how does willpower pay into your journey with 
not drinking. Like, yeah, well, I have none. So yeah, I, mean, right. I do. Yeah. And I here's that. the deal. Like you said, willpower is a, a, in an energetic bank. So if you're using your willpower all day, not to flip off the person who cuts you off in traffic, not to tell right. off your boss when he says something chauvinistic or, you know, whatever, not to yell at your husband for turning on the lawnmower outside, whatever <laughs> it is that you're using your willpower. Like I'm not, not going to use do. that energy right now. Right. Right. But Save you've it. expended it through the day. Right. And so if you're relying on sheer willpower by the end of the day, of course, you won't have any, or by the end of the week, of course, you won't have any, you'll be in total screw it mode. And I just, just found that, you know, um, I think it's whole 30 that talks about the concept of there's freedom and restriction. Mm. And I found that once I restricted something that I wasn't, I was relying on willpower to control that I felt so free. And I had so much more freed up energy to use for higher vibe activities that I had been wasting. And it felt really good. And it continues to feel really good to have that energy. Mm. Yeah. I got to ask a quick question. Uh, you know, I, Amanda and I definitely want to have a conversation about manifestation. I mean, this is really such a space for you and, and, and so many of our listeners want to manifest more and love more and do more and be more. And I think now is a time where there is a big reckoning happening. We are waking up to the fact that what we want and what we desire is indeed possible. And that is causing people to do so many beautiful things in their life from starting business to businesses to laying down alcohol. Did you, I have a similar journey as yours. It started mm -hmm. as like a dry January. And Amanda said to me once, um, months ago, she said, you know, most people that have a problem, don't have a problem with alcohol, aren't doing sober October or dry January. Right. And I thought that was a pretty mm -hmm. big awakening. So I knew that I had to look at my relationship. It wasn't necessarily a rock bottom. I just didn't like how I was feeling. So I did 30 days alcohol free. And I used like the Annie Grace book to mm -hmm. sort of guide me. Did you do anything like that? I found that helpful. How did you, did you have, what did you use to support you through that first 30 days? Cause most people can't even get through that. And so if you can get totally. to 30, you sort of wake something up in yourself. What mm -hmm. helped you in that, that first 30? Okay. So first I want to share, I want to piggyback off of what you just said okay. about, you know, you don't have this kind of thought to change your relationship with alcohol, unless you have some sort of problem. And what I would like to shift that to is some people who have this thought have become so you know, afraid that they will find a problem that they don't even look. Mm. And I want to suggest that sometimes people who have this little inkling, this little inner fire, this little inner whisper to look at their relationship with alcohol actually don't sense that they have a problem, but since that they have an opportunity Ooh. and wow. I didn't realize that until I looked at everything that had laid out before me. And I knew that I was meant for something big in my life. I knew that I was meant for something more. I knew that there had to be more to life than endless happy hours and boozy brunch and Sunday fun day. And it was an opportunity I was looking for. And that's what I found at, the, cool. at this journey. So yes, I, I love, I love that the, we can look at so many different ways to find this. And I also just want to look at it with the the lens of possibility that maybe you don't have to admit that you have a problem, but then alcohol is just problematic in your life. And it's keeping you from something bigger that you're supposed to explore. Yeah. So then the, the question was though, did I have anything to support me? No, because I was stubborn as hell. Um, Judy, I, <laughs> I, love I did not truth. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So now, you know, I love Annie Grace so much. She is a mentor of mine. I admire her greatly. Um, I love Holly. She is a friend mm -hmm. of mine. All of these women who quite frankly, Holly Whitaker scared the shit out of me yeah. when I started into my journey. She is a 
ball busting badass. And I love that about her. But as I started to look at some of these resources that were available, none of the stories of those women sounded like me. They all, you know, Holly had a little bit of a rougher path. Even Annie, um, kind of her yeah. language kind of um, borders on addiction talk. And as soon as that came into the picture, I shut down mm. and I just thought that's not me. And I, I will feel out of place if I rec- if I try to go into this community that is addiction and recovery focused. And so I was really trying to look for someone who looked more like me, who was just talking about giving up alcohol for the health of it. And I just wanted someone to confirm, like, it won't be social suicide. You will not be, you know, an outcast and no one could do that for me. So I kind of just went at it alone and gathered resources myself. Now, of course, I have read every single one of those books, but at that point in my journey, it didn't resonate with me. And I think that voices like myself and like yours, Judy, are really helpful because they allow people to find a voice that sounds like theirs. Yeah. I respect that so much. And I think that's why these conversations, which seem to be happening so much more often, especially inside of what has taken place in the pandemic are so important. Um, One of the things Judy and I talk about all the time is social suicide when it comes Mm -hmm. to going alcohol-free and how awkward it can be and the questions that come. And we've spent a lot of time on those discussions. The thing that you said earlier, which is so beautiful, is turning this from a problem, from something that's problematic into something that's an opportunity, seeing possibility. This is all of our language. It's beautiful. So one of your mantras is, stop drinking and start manifesting. Yeah. And, you know, we love would that. love, I know it's like so good. And, you know, the view, the listeners can't see, but like you're glowing, you know what I mean? You can feel the energy coming outside of you. And we'd love to hear your perspective on how being alcohol free has opened channels spiritually, emotionally, financially, even right. Things, beautiful things can take place. Um, and you know, you say that when you take alcohol out of the equation, we send a message out into the cosmos that we're done fucking around and the universe (laughs) responds accordingly. Right. Let's go into that and talk a little bit about that to our audience. Yes. I, this is just one of my favorite conversations. It's because it's like edgy and fun. And it's so, I felt it in my life and in the life of so many other women who I've worked with and who I've corresponded with. And here's the deal. Manifestation is connecting with the universe, communicating clearly, believing you're worthy of something Mm -hmm. and showing the universe with your actions that you believe you're worthy and you're willing to show up. Right. It's not just, I have a Ferrari in my garage. I have a Ferrari in my garage (laughs) and poof, it's there. Right. right? That's why it gets a bad rap. It's like, oh, it does. That is not what it is. There is work involved. (laughs) Yes. You said something very important. Worthy. Yes. You have to keep going, but you have to believe you're worthy of it. You have to believe you're worthy or at least even be curious about your worthiness, like the tiniest curiosity. But here's the the interesting thing about alcohol. Um, 90, uh, this is a statistic I'm making up by the way. But 99.999% of people who drink do it to achieve a physical or mental state that they believe is more favorable than what they can get to on their own, right? Mm. So you're drinking to be more sexy, more fun, more relaxed, more interesting, more whatever it is you drink to be more of, right? So if we're always drinking to try and be more of something, we're telling ourselves, self, you can't be that on your own. Mm. You're not capable or you're not Mm. good enough. And what is a bullshit self-worth message? Then you can't do it on your own. You are not capable of being fun, sexy, um, exciting, relaxed, 
that's messed up. And of Damn. course, right, right. Damn. When you think about that, we have been sending ourselves and unwittingly doing so a really messed up message. Oh, and wow, I just got goosebumps all over my body because I have not even, I have known alcohol is a low vibration. It's a low vibrational activity. And we're about yeah. to have a conversation about like self-worth and dimming your light. Cause I want to go there too. But I mean, I, I mean, I've never heard it put that way. This notion that like we're sending a legit signal that I am not enough on my own, that mm-hmm. I need ethanol, a poison mm-hmm. to be beautiful, to feel yeah. beautiful, to be sexy, to be comfortable on a date, to muster up the courage to ask for what I want. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. no wonder we're stalling. No yeah. wonder it's not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amanda Zayner, I'll let you. That's yeah. big. So I, I heard a TikTok the other day and it was a woman speaking and she said a few things that just tugged at me, which is very similar to what you're saying. I have talked to myself that I am a toxic person with toxic behaviors. Mm-hmm. And the point of that was, she was like, wait a minute, I just wasn't exercising self-discipline yeah. and inside yeah. of self-discipline is actually confidence mm-hmm. and love and worthiness. Wow. And when you said that, it really reminded me of that because we talk to ourselves, it's the same thing. We talk to ourselves so negatively and then we define things like we're toxic. I'm toxic. This is so toxic. And the reality is that the simple flip of a switch is self-discipline. So, yeah. so yeah. And I hope everyone's taking this in. I I hope so too. I mean, I almost had a little tear up just for having it reflected back because it's something that I believe in my heart to be so true. Now I just know it in my bones, but when I have to, I share this with other people, it's, it took me a while to get to this. Right. Right. And so if you don't have the self-worth because you've been unwittingly diluting yourself for years, telling yourself that you're not enough, why the hell would the universe show up for you and bring you abundance and bring you the goodness? Why? Why? But once you take that out of the picture and you do what most people do, um, is to start working on yourself a little bit. You not only communicate to yourself that you are worthy, but like you said, Amanda, that you communicate back out to the universe. Hey, yo, I'm done fucking around here. Show me what you got. And the universe will show up for you in magnificent ways. (laughs) And we are seeing that. Let me tell you something. I have been like, I'm at like 175, 180 days and the shit that is happening in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could cry. Like it is you know, I'm on this like year, my goal is so, yep. you know, I'm going to go 30 days. So that, um, Oh, that felt good. Let's try and go 90 days. Oh, let's go six months. And I said, I mean, I'm like, okay, let's try and do a year, whatever. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. You can see how someone, because now when I think of it as like, every time I pick up that Rose all day or that margarita, I'm sending a signal that I am not fun with my friends without it, or my, you know, someone wouldn't want to be with me without it, or I'm only the life of the party when I'm using, or, Mm -hmm. you know, for this to be a good time. What did you post on Instagram, Amanda Kuda? The other day, you have so many good stuff, but it was this post about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this post about like, if it's a party you need to have alcohol at, or if alcohol has to be there for it to be a good time, that it's probably not something. Do you know what I'm saying? What was that quote? If you feel like, it's not fun without alcohol. It's probably just not fun. 
period. Dude, that is so good. We can all think of a million scenarios where Mm -hmm. that is truth, right? So hold on, let me tap back. You're like legit friends with Holly Whitaker. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not like we like text all the time, but yeah, no, I like, I'm dying right now. She just (laughs) fell out of her child. Such a, like such a a role model and a mentor for Amanda Zayner. I mean, as she's moved through recovery, no doubt about it. That's cool. Yeah. Holly's great. I mean, she, like I said, though, she scared the legitimate shit out of me. I'm like, and, but she's just a little nugget. Like her head comes up to my little shoulder. Like she's, she's great. She's lovely. And she is so smart and giving and loving. And yes, she's a spitfire, but she's so passionate. That's really what it is. I think that's what I admire most about her. Yeah. And you know, it's so interesting as you talk about the manifesting, because you know, like I, I grew up in AA, I found recovery, you know, through a 12 step program and the ninth step promises are one of my favorite things. And it talks about everything that will manifest if you just keep going, right? Financial insecurity leaves you, things will happen that will astonish you. And the beauty of it is that's actually a program for living. It's not really about alcohol. It's about mm-hmm. how you live decent, how you live into your truth, how you're honest, how you apologize, how you make amends and yeah. all of these things happen because that really is what the universe wants. Accepting of responsibility, taking care of self and others. Like it's ooh. such, ooh. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Amen. So good, girl, Amanda, I'm yeah. so glad you're here. Oh, so I am. Good. I love this. You know, I think that that's the, the ultimate thing that I realized is that, you know, most people, well, you don't have an alcohol problem. You have a self-worth problem yeah. and alcohol Ooh. is just the tool. Ooh, let's say that, say that again, <laughs> say that again. You don't have an alcohol problem. You have a self-worth problem hmm. and that is alcohol is just the tool you use to hide from it. Oh my God. So this is like Anyways. the most beautiful segue into something we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Goosebumps twice on this podcast already. That's a sign of a great, (laughs) a great, a great high vibe guest, a very aligned guest. So, okay. So Amanda Kuda, we were in in Amanda Zader. All of us were together. We were in this clubhouse room and got into a discussion. This was like a couple months ago and how I knew I'm like, we got to get Amanda on the podcast. Um, We were discussing, um, we got into a discussion rather around how high vibe women unwittingly use alcohol to dim their light. So you ended up sending me this like private message Mm -hmm. about this idea after I talked about how I had always shown up at a pretty high vibe frequency, a pretty high frequency throughout my whole life. And even as a drinker, right? And then you asked me something, you said, is it possible that I had been made to feel that my light, Judy's light shined too brightly and that I should tone it down. And that like, and did I, was I using alcohol to sort of dim that so other people could feel comfortable? Did I feel or worry or fear that I was shining too bright? So I numbed, not just maybe what I was feeling, but potentially myself at that high frequency with alcohol. And that was a record scratch moment for me, right? This question that bounced back because, you know, was I using it to dim my light? And you told me something that I loved, and this is where we're going to go. As high achievers, you said, women typically don't even realize they're doing this until they stop drinking and realize that they have even more to give than they originally thought. And that ultimately we're using alcohol to dilute our potential. Yeah. It's a wild one, huh? It's wild to take in. 
Holy. Drop that mic. Drop yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's broken. It's on the floor. Okay, so I have to tell you about one of my favorite companies. Improve it. They are an improv inspired professional development company that pushes others to laugh, learn, and grow. Oh, and their mantra wait for it get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You know, I love that. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you vibe with that too. So if you are looking for a way to break up your virtual conference monotony, if you are craving more culture in the day, or if you're needing more haha and less uh-uh in your meetings, you will be obsessed with Improve It and especially their laugh breaks. You can hire this team of incredible improvisers to join your virtual meeting and deliver some hysterical short form improv for your team. You can give them suggestions, uh, provide the virtual laughter, or you can just sit back, relax, and let their seasoned improvisers from New York to LA brighten your day. So they have 20 minute to 45 minute short form improv sets that are pure joy and pure entertainment for your team. And listen, I've hired them myself to open one of my virtual events and so have a few of my clients and they legit liven up any boring Zoom call. And oh my God, is there any better way to kick off a meeting than with laughter? And they make it easy. You can book them on demand anywhere from 48 hours before your meeting, by the way, and you pick the time, date, and can pay all through their website. I'll link up in the show notes so you can learn more and check them out. Listen, I dare you to hire them and see why clients like Pepsi, Viacom, myself, and more have made laughter a part of their workday. So let's talk about how much you're, I mean, did you do that at all? I mean, were you, did you find yourself doing that? Was that your journey? Oh, for sure. And I, I I totally didn't realize it until I had quit drinking because I always thought that I started drinking so that I could fit in. And of course, a, a adolescent version of me wanted to fit in, but more than that, I mean, I was a really intelligent, very sensitive, um, very unique, wild and wondrous kid. And there's part of me that really stood out and realized that. And now I look back and see that it wasn't not only that I wanted to fit in, it's that I didn't feel comfortable standing out. I was made to feel, and not by any one specific person, but I felt wrong for shining too brightly. We as women are taught that we need to not take up very much space, that we need to be polite, that we shouldn't be intimidating. And I felt that. And I knew that ultimately I had decided to start drinking because I didn't want to shine as brightly as was possible. And so if you're feeling that out there, I just want you to know that you are meant to shine. You are meant to shine bright. You are meant to go after every single dream that's ever been on your heart because the universe would not have put it there if it were not meant for you and stop diluting that sparkle. Like it is in you for a reason. And yes, it, it can be weird because Judy, I can tell, and I've listened to episodes and work that you've done before you quit drinking, you do shine so brightly, but you. you know, you can, if you sabotage yourself in the most socially acceptable way available, you can talk yourself into maybe shining a little less, achieving a little less, doing a little less so that others won't be intimidated by your light. And that's such bullshit. You deserve to shine as brightly as possible because others need to see that. And we all do. And you know, Amanda, the same to you, like we all have something so bright within us that we've buried down and 
what a better tool to do it with than alcohol because everyone says we should. Yeah. I've done it with my sobriety. Mm-hmm. I kept my sobriety mm-hmm. a secret. I, this is the second time I've gotten sober, but um, two very different kind of paths here. And I didn't want anybody to know. I was so afraid that it would be used against me. I had a big job. I worked in corporate, whatever, that same story. And the truth is that I know that just talking about this, like doing this podcast, not only have I stepped into a power mm-hmm. inside of myself, um, I also know that it does allow, it does allow a light to shine. And this is such a weird conversation that people are afraid to have because like you said, it's self-worth related, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're starting to examine things, you see that it is really a measure of shame and Mm -hmm. discomfort. And whether that's because you feel less than, or you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm standing out. However, that manifests in your life. It is just, um, it's unfortunate that we all turn to alcohol that really does make us dim in one way or another. So, yeah. I mean, you know, Amanda, if I could go back and like whisper in the ear of that, like younger version of you, I would have you shout from the rooftops that you don't drink because what makes you a more badass, competent employee or romantic partner or anything than having you be able to show up in full force as your most authentic and healed and capable self without any sort of mental dilution or anything to hold you back. But we see it as a weakness and even ourselves that we don't want to tell anyone, (sighs) but it's our greatest strength and superpower because it's a stand for your own greatness. I believe that. A hundred percent superpower for sure. I really do. And what a great reframing and like the fact, yeah. And it's just, you really, you really learn so much through other people's stories and you start to see that we're all so much more alike than we are different and that we all carry our own, our own stuff. Right. And so Amanda, like, you know, before I ask you one of our final questions, I do want to know, you know, if, For the person listening, who's kind of like in that vibe of, of, okay, you know, let's see if I can go 30, 60, 90 days without it. Is there a resource, a tool, a piece of advice, something tactical, tangible that worked for you? um, For the person who's like, dude, I don't even know I could, if I could like make it a week. Like I literally, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd ever made it 14 days. And I think even I said 14 days, but I was really lying. I snuck a couple (laughs) drinks in there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no one's gonna know. Right. Yes. But like, you know, what would you, what helped you in that, in that early time frame? really? Is it a book, a community, a resource, a self piece of self-actualization, anything you'd offer us? Yeah. So I think the one tip I would say is avoid putting the F word, which is forever in this case, oh, cool. the label on you do exactly th- what you did is make small incremental goals, 30 days to 60 days to 90 days. Because if you put forever on something, it makes you start, (laughs) and then you're like, Oh, that makes me, it makes you angry. And you start to go into a tailspin. So do yourself a favor and don't say forever. And if you hear yourself saying that, just bat it away and just say 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And also know that, you know, some people I think take this on as a burden and they, they have this little voice inside their head that says, I wish I could just drink like everyone else. And I think what I would want you to know is that if you have this curiosity about changing your relationship with alcohol, just like a dream that you have, it was put on your heart for a reason. It wasn't just this random idea that you got, because if you weren't supposed to explore it, it never would have been put into your mind. Mm. And so if you do not explore that and to its full extent, you will always wonder what your life would have been like. So just give yourself the chance to fulfill the curiosity and 
I mean, just if you can get to a hundred days, I think that's a magic point where Judy, you can feel it right now. Things are starting to shift. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right? Everything changes. Like um, Amanda and I were looking, we had to re-record a video for a client that I recorded last year. She's mm-hmm. like, Hey, by the way, can you like re-record this video for this client? Blah, blah, blah. And then the last sentence was PS you legit look like a completely different human. Yes. <laughs> Literally like a different yeah. human. It's unbelievable uh, yeah. in, in, in just however, six months or whatever, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So physical aside. Yeah. I mean, th- I, I, it's like, um, I, you know, I said this on the clubhouse. It's like, it's, I, I feel like I'm filled with helium and mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm all I'm, every day is like the, it's like a, an electric current of possibility and opportunity and uh, vibration at a whole nother level. And it's amazing how that has almost become my new addiction. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know what I yeah. mean? A little bit, a little bit. Amanda, you have to, Amanda Zayner, to, to, to piggyback, I think another great tactical piece of advice has to be the thing you told me. It's very aligned to what Amanda said. She says, go small. You tell me, what is the thing you tell me? Will you tell yourself, like if you ever have the pain to drink or to use, what do you say to yourself uh, to get through the day? I love this. And I've used it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that it's a keystone of somebody that is trying to recover or take a break. Cause it can feel so overwhelming. Right. Because, Mm -hmm. and forever is like the philosophy of 24 hours is important in any recovery because that's all you have Mm -hmm. forever is an intimidating, impossible word Mm -hmm. to get about it. Yeah. It just, it, it cannot work. So that's why they say just for today. Right. So I always say, if you want to drink tomorrow, go to bed tonight, don't drink tonight and wake up tomorrow. And if you want to drink, drink as soon as you wake up, smoke a cigarette, as soon as you wake up, like mm-hmm. do whatever that is, as soon as you wake up, but go to bed tonight. Yes. And you're yeah. pretty much guaranteed that if you get that night of sleep, you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, I got another day. And uh, that feeling is going to subside. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. Isn't that so good? good. So, so good. good. Oh, Amanda, this has been amazing. Um, I have to ask you a question. So yes. the name, one of my favorite things to ask any guests we have on the show, um, whether it's in the gin and juice series or in, in the yes. And, uh, you know, portion of the podcast, you know, the podcast is named yes. And right. Rooted in the fundamental of the improv mindset, this notion of, of possibility and forward momentum. So when I offer the words, yes. And to mm. you, what comes, like what comes up for you? Yeah. You know, I love that. Just as you said, it reminded me of the improv. It is, it is a, a notion out to the universe that you say yes to what you can conceive as possible right now and any creative possibility that the universe can share back with you. So even things that are beyond your capacity right now are what is what you are saying yes to. And that's exactly what's happening in an improv exchange, right? You're saying yes to what I can come up with and the creative thing that you can do next. So it's a communication with the universe that you're open to her creativity and abundance. And Oh, here, I've got to give it a, hold on. That definitely deserves one of those. That was a very, <laughs> I love that. I, that needed a harp that needed a harp. Amanda, how can people find you? Where's the, where do you love to hang out? I know I love seeing you on Instagram. We're going to link up to you in the show notes. So don't you worry if you're driving or out on that run, come back to the show notes and click on all things, Amanda Gouda, but where's your favorite place? What do we need to know? What's, what do you yeah. have going on? I basically hang out exclusively on Instagram at Amanda Kuda and then um, amandakuda.com if you want to see what I have going on or maybe check out some of my resources or work with me. 
Oh, I love that so much. Thank you so much, ladies. I loved hanging out with you today. (laughs) Thank Thank you. Thank you you for being here with us. And uh, we will see you on the Instagram. Yes. See you soon. Oh, shit. That was good. That Amanda, that was really good. I love talking to her. She has this way about her. I think I'm just so like attracted to her. Mm. It's the way she, I don't know. She just has an energy about her, a kindness and understanding a non-judgment. And let's be honest, she's pretty freaking smart. Yeah. Like her vibe is really calm. I love people like that in my life. Like you're very much that for me. Like I always make the joke, like if I could get stuck in a foxhole with anyone, it would be Amanda Zayner. Like Amanda (laughs) Kuda's kind of got that vibe, like super calm, non-judgmental. And I think anytime you're trying to lay down something that is a really public and really hard and you know, specifically alcohol, very socially acceptable, right? You're almost looked at as weird. If you don't drink, you need someone that is a resounding, calm, non-judgmental and also really hip and cool voice because she's got a very full life. She lives in Austin. She's always going out. She's got a really cool group of friends. She's got, you just lives a really high vibe life. And it just is proof that you don't necessarily need to be blind drunk uh, and Rose all day to, to have a great life. And, and that's kind of fun, fun to see, you know? Amazing. And you know, she, she spun things so positively. I think that was the other thing that came out of the conversation for me is even words that she replaced were really positive as she was Ooh. like, well, you can look at it right. as, you know, an issue or problematic or you could see it as opportunity and possibility. Mm-hmm. And those small shifts in thinking make big changes in life, right? Like it, it goes it, from a negative space to a positive space. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, and then and I you know we love that. She well, said, what was which it? Was, which was the Gretchen Rubin thing. She's oh. like, there are two kinds of people in this world, moderators and abstainers. And I'm like, Ooh. that was like right in her kickoff. Wow. Yeah. That was a big one. And that's such a great, that is such a great one. My biggest like heart stopping takeaway was the like, oh my God, you're sending a signal because I believe in energy. I believe in signals. I believe in our subconscious mind really determining where we go as a conscious human. Like we are talking to ourselves every day. And so when you are drinking heavily, and I mean, it's not like you're having, some people can have the celebratory glass of champagne and there's nothing against that. And maybe someday that'll be the case for me. But I tell you, every time you drink to numb, every time you drink to your binging, every time you're drinking into the place of becoming something, you know, you're not, you are literally sending a signal to the universe that you are not fun without it. You are not sexy without it. You are not beautiful without it. You are not worthy without it. You are not smart without it. And that was a fucking mic drop for me. Like I had goosebumps from my toes to my nose, baby girl. Like I was like, (laughs) holy shit. That is what I had been telling. Well, no wonder it had been taking me forever. No wonder I didn't do improv till 30. No wonder I wasn't ready. I was telling the universe that I didn't believe I was worthy already. What the fuck? And in that context, it's almost a gut punch, right? It's all it punched me. Yeah. Like 
because it's so powerful, because you can absolutely see that in your own self and your own actions. Mm. It was, she was fantastic. I really so good. And let me tell you, if you loved this show and this episode, this, if you love gin and juiced, uh, as much as we loved making it for you, will you talk to us on Instagram? Let me know, send me a DM. And most importantly, if you could leave a review, if you found this episode helpful in any capacity, oh my God, let us know by sending a review to us on iTunes. It would mean the world and, you know, keep the DMs coming. Uh, You can always email us at hello at judyholler.com to share your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Uh, My goodness, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for reviewing. And oh my goodness, until next week, keep living that high vibe life. Amanda, we'll see you soon, my friend. Thanks for being here. Bye. See you all later. See ya. See ya.